Well, the past uh, weeks, I think it's about 13th or 14th weeks now, we've been talking about Church Powerful. And uh, I just want to start this morning uh, by just looking at what we've looked at so far. We've been looking at how to make way for more of the power, the anointing of God in your life. And so far we've covered six areas. The first one is develop your love for God above all things. Then number two was develop your love for people. Number three, eat at his table. Number four, fear the Lord. Number five, feed on the word of God. Number six, spend time in his presence. That's where we got to last week. And today we're going to get to number seven, which is exercise your faith. If you want to move in the, in the power, the anointing of God, and the church, the call on the church, especially in this time and season, is to go to higher levels, greater levels of the anointing and of a, of a manifestation of the power of God in and through them. That's a call, call on the church right now. And so number seven, exercise your faith is such a crucial one. You see, faith is the power that God uses to create anything. And it is activated when he speaks. When God speaks, he activates what he's declaring by faith. Amen? So how many of you know that faith must by necessity be the most powerful force in the entire universe? Because without it, nothing, nothing happens. You need faith to tap into the supernatural. God uses faith in order to create everything. Amen? So it has to be the most powerful force in the entire universe. It is more powerful than a bolt of thunder. It is more powerful than the energy of the entire sun. It is more powerful than anything else in the whole universe. And we need to understand that God uses faith and nothing else when he creates. So when he speaks, like if you go back to the book of Genesis chapter 1, he said, let there be light. He didn't just speak those words, he spoke them in faith. And the Bible says, and light was, and there was light. Let there be, God speaks and he declares it in faith. Amen. Faith is so powerful that it has the ability to generate things of incredible magnitude out of nothing. Out of nothing. Amen? Faith does not require anything of substance as a starting point in order to produce the end result. It doesn't need anything of substance. Because faith is a supernatural force that God uses to create everything. Amen. Now, listen to what it says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3. I'm going to read from uh, the New King James. And then I'm going to read from a translation from the Message Bible of the same verse. Hebrews 11, verse 3 says this. By faith we understand that the universe has been framed by the word of God. There you go. So that, now watch this. 
so that what is seen has not been made out of things which are visible. So in other words, what you see came out of nothing. Amen? This is why science, who doesn't understand how God works, they don't understand faith. Science have tapped into that truth, but they say the whole universe was created from nothing just through a Big Bang. But they don't understand that that Big Bang came out of the mouth of God exercising faith. And so at the moment, when you talk about the creation in terms of scientific understanding, it is still a theory. In other words, it's not proven. Why? Because they're missing the ingredient. The ingredient is faith. They're missing that. Because they don't want... Science doesn't work with faith. Science works through understanding everything needs to be proven. They can't prove... You can't prove faith. You see the end result by exercising your faith. But you can't prove it. Listen to how the Message Bible puts that same verse. Hebrews 11 verse 3. It says, By faith we see the world called into existence by God's word. What we see created, what we see, sorry, created but what, by what we don't see. So in other words, it, God spoke. Faith doesn't require anything to generate. It doesn't. It releases the power. It just releases the power, the creative power of God. Now, the interesting thing is this. In Romans chapter 12, verse 3, the Bible tells us that God has given to each person the measure of faith. You know why? Because God intended every human being. Unfortunately, most of the world has not chosen to walk in the ways of God, but his original intention when he created humanity in his image, he was intending them to operate like him. To operate in the same anointing, the same power. And in order to do that, he knew that the human being would need the measure of faith. And so God gave to every person the measure of faith. Amen. Now, why... Would God want to do that? Why would he choose to do that? He wants us to be creative. You know, we're talking about church powerful. We're talking about supernatural power, which creates. It creates out of nothing. When you lay hands on the sick, it's not your hands that's healing anybody. It's the power of God working through you. As you exercise your faith in what the word of God says. The word of God says, these signs will follow those who believe. They shall lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. When I pray for someone who is sick, I'll, I exercise my faith in that word. And it is my faith in that word that causes the healing of God to manifest in the person and set them free. Amen. God wants us to have access to the same resource that he has access to. In order for us to be able to operate outside of the boundaries of a natural world. You see, you cannot walk in the footsteps of Jesus. You, can, you can't follow, you can't do the works of Jesus, the ministry of Jesus in the natural. You've got to tap into the supernatural. And for that to happen, you've got to exercise 
your faith. Amen. So God has given to each one the measure of faith that we need in order to accomplish much. You see, the church is meant to be a supernatural church. It's meant to walk in the power of God. We're meant to be doing supernatural things. The sad thing is to break that mindset in most Christians today is very difficult. Why? Because religion has come in through the decades of religion, has brainwashed Christians to believe that the supernatural is for the pastor, the prophet, the evangelist. No, it's for the believer. These signs will follow those who believe. They'll cast out devils. They'll pray with new tongues. All of these require faith. They shall lay hands on the sick. The sick will recover. Requires faith. So therefore, in every person, there is this power that is available. That power is there. God's given it to you. It's in you. You now have to choose to grow it, to develop it. If you don't do that, you'll never flow in the power of God. Never. You've got to develop your faith. Amen? Because right now it's in a seed form in you. God has put it in you. It is a seed that is needed to grow the tree. Every tree that you look at, some of the most magnificent trees started with a seed. You know, when it was in seed form, you'd never say that this tree would be so beautiful, so big, so large. It was just a tiny little grain. But given enough time, as you water that seed, as you put it in good ground, and you water that ground, guess what happens? It begins to shoot, it begins to grow. And faith is just like that. What you have in you is a seed. But you've got to grow it, you've got to water it with the word and so on. And we're going to see that a little later. So that it becomes the faith that you need to do miracles. So that the power can work in you and through you. So that seed has to be nurtured and watered so that it develops to full maturity. You know, Jesus said in John 14, 12, Truly, truly, I say to you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I'm doing. He will do even greater works than this because I'm going to the Father. And he was talking about sending the Holy Spirit to lead us and to guide us. One of the things the Spirit of God will guide us to do is, I believe, to develop our faith. He'll give us the wisdom to grow our faith. But we've got to understand how important this is. Until you make that a priority, you will put your faith to the side. It's more comfortable to look at a, a lovely message and, and do some praise and some worship from the live stream or whatever. But when it comes to going out there and destroying works of darkness and helping people who are battling and, 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 and encouraging them and praying for them and seeing results, that requires us to step out into sometimes domains that we don't feel comfortable with. But I want to encourage you in this time and season where darkness is covering the earth. It is time for the church to arise. It is time for the church to become the powerful church that Jesus intended it to be. It is time for the church to walk in the footsteps of Jesus and do the works that he did. What did Jesus do? He healed the sick. The sick. He cast out devils. He multiplied bread. He fed the poor. He gave, you know, this is what Jesus did. He didn't go to the bank to get money to give to the, to the temple. No, he said, 
Come on, go, go, Peter, go lift up that stone there at, at the edge of a, of a lake. Just, just lift up that, that, that stone there and you'll see a fish around it and just grab it by the tail, shake it and money will come out its mouth. Wow. I wouldn't mind doing this. You know, every day, loads of money. Yeah. But of course that was specific. You know, I'm not saying now you must go to, to Autobias Pudam and go shake fish by the tail so that you get money. No, no. You know, these are specific things that God, and, but God's called you and I to specific things. And to, to accomplish them, we need to exercise faith. So we have this amazing power in seed form, and now it's up to us to bring the increase that is needed so that it functions more and more powerfully. So how do we increase our seed faith? Like any seed that we've planted, if, you, if you've ever planted anything in your garden and you want to see, you see the, the, the whatever the vegetables or whatever come to the forth, we need to water it, nurture it, nourish it, protect it, and look after it patiently. Amen? Five things. We need to water it. We need to nurture it. We need to nourish it. We need to protect it. And we need to look after it patiently. Amen. That's how you increase your faith. That's how you develop your faith. All of this is part and parcel of exercising our seed faith. And as we do, it begins to develop and to increase. And you've got to start small. Don't, don't, try and, don't go to Table Mountain and say, Table Mountain, the Bible says, if I have faith, I will move mountains. Now please move out of Cape Town and come to Joburg. No, don't start there. Start with small things. Small things. Perhaps you wake up with a headache. Well, believe God to heal you. Exercise your faith. Believe God to heal you. Amen. Start with small things. And as you do, your faith will increase. You need to exercise your faith. Faith is a bit like a muscle. It needs regular exercise in order to grow. Amen. So you and I cannot become spiritually powerful without growing and developing our faith. This is one of the most significant things that differentiates the world from the church. What is it? Our faith. That's what makes it different. The world doesn't have any faith, certainly not in God or in spiritual things. Amen. You see, unbelievers are defeated by the circumstances that the world has to offer. They are crushed. I can tell you the fear out there at the moment during this pandemic is huge because the world has nothing to hang on to. But the church of the Lord Jesus Christ overcomes these very same circumstances through the exercise of their faith. 1 John 5 verse 4 says this. It says, for every child of God overcomes what? The world. That's the circumstances around you. Every child of God overcomes the world. And the victorious principle which has overcome the world is our faith. In other words, you get the victory by exercising your faith. That's what the scripture is saying. If you want to become spiritually powerful, you need to exercise your faith and apply it in every circumstance. Let me give you an example of how powerful faith is. Matthew 17, verse 20, words of Jesus, For truly I tell you, if you have faith like a grain of mustard seed, which is tiny, 
You can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. And nothing, watch this, nothing will be impossible for you. Nothing. That doesn't mean some things. It means zip. Nothing. You know, church, it's time to grow our faith. I know even I'm preaching this word, I realize how much more we have to grow our faith as a people of God. Faith is so powerful, so important in terms of becoming the powerful church that Jesus Christ wants us to become. Nothing will be impossible for you. Wow, that's power indeed. And this is only faith as small as a mustard seed. Imagine if you have faith bigger than a mustard seed. What could you do? So how do you walk in health every day of your life? Through the exercise of your faith. You've got to speak the word by faith over your, yourself. The word of healing. The word of wholeness. Amen. How do you receive the finances that you need? Through the exercise of your faith. By believing God for, the, for those finances. Amen. I'm not saying you stop working. Please uh, hear me right here. But believe God for a promotion. Believe God for more business. Believe God for, for an increase in salary. These kind of things. How do you deal with a circumstance that has arisen against you? Again, through the exercise of your faith. And we can go on and on on that. You see, here is a principle that I want you to hear. Everything is received through faith in the kingdom of God. Everything. And without it, it's impossible to please God. Hebrews 11 verse 6 says that. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Because then you're just walking in your natural ability. Faith is what you, helps you tap into the supernatural, into the domain of God. And you also need to know that God doesn't respond to our needs. He responds to our faith. You see, when you put your faith out, then God responds to your need. Amen. But it's your faith that activates him, not your need. He'll release his supernatural power in and through us only where he sees faith in operation. And this is why the, the, the Apostle James, this is why he writes this in, in James chapter 1, verses 6 to 7. He says, let him ask in faith, doubting nothing. For the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea being driven by wind and being tossed. For do not let that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. Let him ask in faith, not doubting. You want the power of God to be manifested in and through your life? Then learn to become a person of faith. Begin small. Believe God for small things and then believe God, believe God for bigger things. Amen. So how do we nurture, nourish, protect our faith? By exercising it and by feeding on God's word regularly. The more of God's word you put in your heart, the stronger your faith will become. The converse is also true. The less of God's word you place in your heart, the weaker your faith will become. I'm going to leave it here. Next week, I'm going to show you the different levels of faith that the Bible talks about. There are different levels. And so that we can, I can explain this to you so that you understand you can go from this level of faith to this level of faith to this level of faith. And the, more, the higher level you go to, 
the more powerful you'll become in the spirit. Amen. Praise God.